You ready? I'm ready. All right. Hello, everyone. This is DJ Craven, and you're listening to the Craven Happiness Podcast. Welcome to episode number 12. I am in a got a unique uh, unique guest here in uh, in Retta. So Retta, introduce yourself to the audience. Hi everyone, I'm Retta Halk from Ella Salon Spa, and I have been following DJ's podcasts or Instagrams for a while now. And I'd ran into him not that long ago, and was super excited to tell him how cool they were. I love the thing: happiness, positivity makes everything a better po- time, better place, yes. better day. Absolutely, and as I always say, thank you for saying yes. We had uh, we've been we've been what it was, feels like a couple months now since yeah. I think the end of 2019. We've been kind of going back and forth trying to get our schedules aligned. I had the flu; it was crazy. So I'm glad we got to finally get together. No coronavirus, just the flu. Yeah, yeah. That's just, <laughs> this was before the coronavirus even existed, right? Right. Uh, no, that's that's good. Um, so yeah, so we're here in um, at Ayala, and um, again, thanks for having me. Um, so we'll jump right into it. Where, where I like to start is um, kind of like chronologically through your life. So kind of like as a kid, you know, where where are you from? Where did you grow up? Um, some of those kind of things. Things. Uh, so I grew up in a small town, Jackson Center. It's about thirty miles south of here. Yeah. Um, I played basketball, showed horses. My mother is the role model of she's a strong woman. Uh, she is an awesome basketball player and uh, awesome mother and she taught us growing up we can do whatever we wanted and so she has been really a lot of force behind everything that we do now uh, a lot of the things that i do are because of her um, my dad was a great guy i have a sister she's also in the uh, helping children so we all kind of have places now where we work at that we help impact other people's lives yeah uh, so growing up i ended up uh, wanting to maybe go to college decide not to go to college not for everybody and then ended up going into hair school Okay, so we'll obviously get there. Mm-hmm. Steal the punchline too much of the hair school thing, but um, <laughs> so before that, well, some of the things I like to ask um, a lot of our guests is, what kind of kid were you on the playground, yeah. and then in the lunchroom, and then at the party? So kind of you can kind of take it from wherever you want from any any one of those. Yeah, I was the kind of kid. I was more like the tomboy. You okay. Know? Now, like all this makeup and hair was not me. You know, farm kid grew up, uh, played tough. We were tough kids. <laughs> My sister and I beat the crap out of each other. <laughs> um, and then at school, I was like quiet, played ball. I said I wasn't very academic. Um, so we just, we're, we're team people. We love team. Yeah. So I think that's one of the things too, behind everything else I do. I was like, we played sports with teams. And when you got on the, you know, the basketball court, it was all about what we got to do then. Yeah. And we had a real solid, since I was in like sixth or seventh grade basketball the whole way up through that we were really successful. And I think that taught me a lot too. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. And did you have, um, did you consider yourself a um, kind of a, an outspoken person? Were you kind of more just kind of go with the flow? Were you in the, you know, in the popular crowd and maybe some of those things? Small town, I want to say people liked me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was popular. Yeah. Um, yeah, I felt like I was a leader in there. I definitely learned my voice the older I got. Um, mm-hmm. My mom was always like, stand behind what you believe you know, and don't let other people sway your decisions. But I think that's a thing too that takes time to learn yeah. and uh, where your voice <clears throat> can be said and where it can't be said. Right. So I was kind of in the middle of that. Yeah, no, yeah. That, that that's so true about what your mom says there about, you know, not allowing other people to really dictate what you yeah. do, right? I mean, it's just the whole part about judgment and, and all of those mm-hmm. things, that's a that's a big point that I like to hammer home about. And we was talk about that a little bit more about, you know, judgment specifically of have, how, 
as you mentioned, kind of it is easier as you get older a little bit, um, but still some people really struggle even if they're older. Mm-hmm. Um, but talk about that through with you of how, you know, when were you kind of have, did you have an aha moment of like, all right, well, it doesn't matter what that person says yeah. really as yeah. much a matter because I know who I am. Yeah. Well, there was one thing my mom always told me. She goes, never say we feel. Because <laughs> you turn around and nobody's with you. So she was like, you say, I feel. So I remember that I had a, I got hurt uh, my senior year and the coach was terrible and I had to be like, I can't do this. And it wasn't, we felt this because nobody was there when they would say it, but it was, I felt this. So that was probably one of my moments where I figured out how to be like, you have to say how you feel and no matter who's behind you. Yeah, that's, that, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so you obviously go to beauty school, but before that, when you were younger, a couple questions in like, you know, the and wherever it, this takes you, these questions, yeah. um, you know, did you have an interest in hair at all and the cutting and the, I'll yeah. call it cosmopolitan, which could be the wrong word, but kind of that general genre? Yeah. No, as a farm kid that wore jeans and a t-shirt, that really wasn't my thing. So I was going to do graphic design. I always liked art. Okay. And honestly, this sounds so weird, but it was like, I woke up one day and I was like, I'm going to be a nail tech. I had a dream about it. And I went to nail tech school. Okay. And then that's how it started. That's that's where it started was in the nail tech. Yeah. Now, the, the artistic end of it makes sense though. Yeah. I mean, because there's obviously an artistic part of all yeah. everything that you guys got going on mm-hmm. here. So that totally makes sense. How about from a like entrepreneur standpoint? Anything in there that you had an itch at all? I mean, no, none. No, going up? That was one of those things. Like I was always a leader. Like in every salon, I was in bigger salons. I could always tell that I was like the one that kind of brought everybody together, but never the ownership part of it. Yeah. Or that other part of it. None. No kidding. Not at all. That's crazy because mm-hmm. that's not very common. No, I was I was happy. I loved my old boss. Like I still call her. Yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> I was like, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little different on the other side. It is a little different on the other side. Yeah. Yep. There's no doubt yep. about that. So, um, so you go through, um, so go through high school, and then you go into the, so the nail tech school is where you went right out of high that school. That was first. Yep. I was 19. Went to nail tech school. That was like a six week program. Started in the industry, and then was like, I can't sit here. I love to move. So I uh, started in hair school, and, and I was 20 when I started doing hair. Okay. And worked so, in Newcastle. I was say, so you were in like what area? So you were in like the Newcastle area? I was in Newcastle, area. yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, so you started doing hair and then take me from there. How do you get from there, you know, and as detailed mm-hmm. as you can to basically, you know, wanting the idea of starting your own? Yeah. So I worked there for 14 years. Um, the last eight years I worked for a wonderful person in New, New Wilmington. And then uh, one day, you know, those zombies, they'll get you. It was a little bit of drunk talk and a little bit of zombies. And they're like, do you want to open a salon? I was like, sure. Woke up Monday. I was like, what did I talk myself into? And uh, that's how it all got rolling. No kidding. And in two weeks, the building was uh, purchased. Things were done. I had two partners starting out and everything went from there. So I guess it was like, this is what you were going to do. Yeah. So it went pretty quickly. It went really quickly. So you didn't have a whole lot of, it wasn't like, you know, months and months and months of deliberation. No. it was just, let's don't really it. think about it, let's just do it. Yeah. And I, honestly, I love this building. We would pass it, uh, Gwenda Blake, and it was just a gorgeous building. I thought that would always be a great salon spot because I didn't know much around here from not being here. Yeah. But yeah, like one of those like meant to be kind of things. Now, did you, you guys, so you started here? Started here, yep. And then, so how long ago would that have been from now? How long have you uh, been here? Oh, we just here? turned seven in January. Nice. Yes. That's got to feel pretty good. Yeah, yes. It goes fast. Yeah, <laughs> three quarters of the way to a decade. I know, it's creeping right up there. No, that's that's very cool. Mm-hmm. So you um, so you say yes to it. Um, you say you got a couple partners. You got a couple people that are you know you're going to mm-hmm. get started on this thing. 
talk about that you know first first moment that you had of like oh boy what did I get into here yeah, yeah I uh, I really thought that everybody was gonna want to work here you know because <laughs> I'm popular <laughs> and um, they didn't so I was like trying to find people just to kind of get up and go on so I got a nice little staff going and I thought well more people will come like you know I really didn't know that side of that business of it so I just knew how to get my people were driving from Newcastle you know, have these new girls, they're like all of them nonverbal. <laughs> so I'm like, you have to talk to your client, <laughs> you have to talk to me. <laughs> so it was an interesting start. Um, God bless people that start anything from the ground up right. from scratch. Because it's a huge percentage that usually fail. It's tough, especially in our industry. So then as time went on, um, I had one partner leave and then I had another partner leave like probably about a year and a half later. And we got into this, uh, it's called Summit Salon Business. So I went for four day class and I had gone before and I had talked about it a little bit and they had kind of gone over like what, it, how to run a business. Cause we don't really, as hairdressers, we can't count. Yeah. <laughs> can't count. Use our fingers. You don't necessarily need to though, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just count some hairs. And uh, so they really sat down and showed us how to run a business and from there it just exploded. So that's what now we're at. 40 employees. Oh wow, 40 and employees. 40 employees and I ha I retired from the chair three years ago. Oh wow. To run them because it was then about, it was like me or them, has to be about them, yeah. has to be about the team. Yeah, now mm -hmm. that, that's interesting. So how was that transition for you to, like you said, out of the chair, so to speak? Yeah. Um, you know, and it's been a little while now, so yeah. you've, you've had some time, maybe not a huge amount of time, but it's been a little, it's been long enough. Yeah. Um, so how, how was that transition to you to kind of you know, give up the scissors, so to speak? Yeah, um, it, it was scary at first. Yeah, I would imagine. Um, but my, I'm like watching, I get all the girls, all my girls are from school, um, watching them grow and getting to that next level and seeing them buy cars and houses and go on trips and live the best life they're having is like absolutely like fills my heart completely. So that is the best thing. I could not do it behind the chair. So I needed to be here for them. Uh, they're my family, yeah. so I just love them to death. Yeah, I, I, I can tell you, your somewhat answer would be to this, of that there's a saying that I've heard about, you know, now that you've gotten to that point where you're the owner or you're the manager or whatever, that you're yeah. above, above somebody else, in quotation marks, that now you work for them opposed mm -hmm. to them working for you. Yeah. I clean the toilets. <laughs> <laughs> I will help them out and I'll clean the toilets. <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, as you mentioned it earlier, in, in going through high school, mm -hmm. you were all about the team, right? Mm -hmm. So it sounds like that mentality kind of brought yes. right into this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, along with my mom, she was a principal right down here at First District. And so that was her thing too. You have a strong team, you have a strong foundation. Um, you can pretty much conquer anything together. Yeah. I'm a big believer in that. Yeah, no, that's, that, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. um, so what specifically, whether it be from when you started, you know, working at somebody else's place or even here, and maybe if there's even a couple answers to this, of yeah. what kind of makes you the happiest at work specifically? Happiest at work, I love, this is my number one favorite thing, when a client comes in and be like, your girls are such great team players. Love that. Uh, watching them learn something like I don't have any children so for me I'm sure like watching your kids like learn something ride a bike like same thing when that haircut goes off that color comes out perfect like how proud they are of themselves yeah and to I'm a big believer in um, money gives you freedom so I want them to have that freedom to make choices that they want yeah cars houses whatever they need to do at that time for yeah. themselves yeah mm -hmm. that's pretty cool that's um, and again it makes sense everything we've talked about so far that yeah. that's the answer yeah. <laughs> for you I know yes it's them and a lot of people think in our industry like they're just like oh they're just cut like we do a ton of education uh, th this is a company that's run um, 
with rules and guidelines so that the, everybody can have a beautiful life. Yeah. We yeah, want the whole area to have a beautiful life. Right. I get all excited when there's something new in town. I'm like, Meanville's getting it. Yes. <laughs> hopefully, right? Hopefully yeah. we're Hopefully yeah. we're getting it. Support it. Yes, absolutely. Um, so you, you talk about um, a lot of things um, that relates to self-awareness. Mm-hmm. And self-awareness is a big part of, of some of the things that I like to talk about. So yeah. how, how, how has that been for you to kind of somewhat realize it? Because I think that as you talk about like finding your voice, yeah. that's something that you you really almost, you learn into. It's not yeah. something that everybody knows right from the get-go. No, it's definitely something you learn into and you grow into. I've watched some of them as they've grown up. Uh, some of my staff like come from like, they don't, they don't speak, they don't know what to say becoming very strong women that you know stand up for themselves so it's it's uh, that's really important to me is to see them do that yeah um we really try to work on verbiage and attitudes and uh, being positive yeah absolutely and and again just to tie it into like the self-awareness specifically even to you when Mm -hmm. do you think you kind of had some of those clicks of and did you have any kind of moments that Mm -hmm really understanding that your own self-awareness can really affect how you interact with people, yeah. your everyday life, all of those things. It's probably been like, I feel like the light bulb kind of goes off at 30 and then from 30 I'll be 40 in September. I've, I feel like that is something that I've like worked on like self-esteem, self-confidence, uh, helping up, like that grows you into that person. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. Experience. Yes, <laughs> experience is all. And, <laughs> and again, you're not much older than me, just a few years older than me. Yeah. And it's the same thing of the experience of, of thinking about that, of how long we're all going to mm-hmm. live, right? Yeah. Because you know, we've got this experience that we got a good amount of experience, right? But at the same time, it's such small if you look at it from the macro perspective. Yeah. And that's when you come into the whole appreciation of everything. Like that Celebrax commercial gets me, that body emotion stays in motion. So I'm like, you got it, you got to stay in motion. <laughs> <laughs> you got to stay positive. That was the next thing I was going to go. It's funny you should say uh-huh. that was positivity. You're obviously a very positive person. Mm-hmm. Um, has that, speak a little bit about that, of how that's kind of transcended you. I'm just, I guess, and I could almost speak on it a little bit too, but just speak yeah. on positivity just in general and how that affects you, even just your day-to-day life or here at work or, or anywhere. Yeah. I mean, it always could be better, could be worse. But if you always can think of it as more of a positive side, like a learning lesson or an experience, then you can build from there instead of taking it. Like a lot of people live in their head. I think it's like 82% of people live in their head and you just got to be able to get out of that and find the positivity in that day. Um, I found myself starting to surround myself by more positive people too. So that's helped a lot too. Yeah. I had a problem the other day and um, my friend was like, you know what, if there was like, if one of them had a 99, who cares, you had 99. And I was like, instead of thinking about that one all day long. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, it's, yeah. hel- it's helpful then being around other positive people and it's like, yeah, thank you. I needed that today. Yeah. It's it's all about that 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 positivity has a per- perception in yeah. there as well because your different perception of just like you said, if, you know, one out of 99, it's like or one out of 100, it's like, okay, there's yeah. then there's 99 of them, you yeah. know. Um, you know, and, and your perception of, 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 of different things I think has a big has mm-hmm. a big play on positivity and you mentioned surrounding yourself with positive people. Yeah. That, that can have a big impact because, again, it's just that it can bring you down if, if, if all that's all mm-hmm. you hear and that's all you're surrounded by. It could just change your whole – you can feel it. And I'm an energy person, too. Like, I want to feel the energy. I want to feel the positivity. I want to feel the happiness. Yeah, absolutely. No, that, that, that's very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, on the regards of happiness, um, and you're mm-hmm. just ticking right down. This is unbelievable. You're saying the words <laughs> before I'm getting there. I love it. Um, how would you or how do you define happiness? Have you thought about it in that way? Yeah, I mean, since I've like, I think happiness too, I think at every age, 
I go like this, 20s, 30s, 40s, we'll see how 40s go. You have a different set of happiness in through there. Uh, recently I've stepped back and be like, what makes me happy? So I've really made some big life changes um, to find where I'm happy at. So, and I'm happy. Yeah. And I just have to keep on like just finding more of that and finding what, because sometimes I'll just give it to everybody else and I'm like, what makes me happy? So trying to sit back and being like, what's, what's my next chapter? at this age. What yeah. am I going to learn and how can I be happier and live the rest of my life like that? Yeah. And have you so have you thought about that? Like what does make you happy in your 40s? Have you thought about that that no, far? I ha- I'm like I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> trying to figure it out. I'm trying to take some more time so I can enjoy things. So I, yeah. like, I have to work, I have to work, I have to work. Yeah. I want to do that. Like uh and when you say take time, maybe like slowing down to do maybe enjoy the moment a little bit more? Yeah, and that's the other thing I know about myself because I'm a squirrel. <laughs> I'm everywhere. <laughs> is just being present in that moment and yeah. it's like, and just taking a deep breath and enjoying it. Yeah, mm-hmm. be- being able to kind of let it almost like soak in a little yeah. bit, right? Yeah, breathe it in and be like, yes, this is a great, the sun's beautiful, whatever's going on is great and appreciate that. Yeah, because it, it's extremely hard to do that. Mm-hmm. Like it's so I f- a lot of things that I talk about with happiness is is it's a lot easier to say than it is to do. Yeah. Um, and that's definitely one of them of just trying to take in the moment, trying to really relish in what's going on and realize where you are and what what is happening at at that exact time. So yeah, that's, that's good to because you got to constantly think about it. I, I think of it as like almost like using muscles. You know, yeah. I mean, you when you practice, you know, whatever it is. It, push-ups for example mm-hmm. you got to practice push-ups to get good at push-ups yes you've got to practice positivity and, and relishing the yes. moment in order to get good at it and eventually you will get better yeah yeah I think it takes 10,000 hours to master something so you can always think of it that way too like I'm gonna master this in six years yeah <laughs> positive <laughs> but again yeah, six yeah. years you know you, you're not really that old you're not even no. halfway through your life you can change anything you want yep. absolutely uh-huh. the world is yours right yes yeah what is it, 30 days to change the habit or something like something that? Something along those lines, yeah. 10,000 hours to master it. Yeah, that's, that, that's yeah. cool. I've never heard that, but I, it totally sounds, sounds like it would be completely accurate for me. Mm-hmm. What, about, um, what about fear? I, I also have asked a lot of people, and I, I've realized that I've asked more people that have been a little bit later in life yeah. on this question. Um, so someone that's closer to my age, I, I wanted to ask today, of, you know, what do you fear? Yeah, vulnerability. Being vulnerable. Being weak. Not being strong. Making good decisions, yeah, probably plays into all of that. And you, you think that that's because of what other people will think of it? You those, those I don't bad like decisions, to, yeah, or disappointment. Yeah, I'm definitely one of those people. Like, I want people to be happy. It's you know, I don't want to see you disappointed. Yeah. Um, I don't show a lot of. I'm hoping that I'm like I, I'm loving and I show emotion. I'm appreciative for everything. So I just get worried about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's good. It's 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 totally. I mean, again, it's there's no right or wrong answers in these things. No. Yeah. Um, one other thing that um, that I talk about, um, like to just kind of get your thoughts on, are um, some of um, people's actions don't necessarily map their ambitions, mm-hmm. and maybe even if you have, you know, maybe you could see that somehow maybe change, maybe some of your employees or, or mm-hmm. people that you've been around. Of so, what do you think about that? Because I I like to think of it as you know, if you want, if your ambition is X, yeah. well, you know this is kind of how your actions have to be to be that way. Yes. Like if you want to be a billionaire, well, you got to act like a billionaire. Yeah. Type, type, that's a one example. Yeah. Uh, we, we talk about that a lot because that, again, back to that positive, it'll get you farther. As yeah. soon as you get negative, caught in your mind, you're going to bring a couple down other people with you. They're going to hang out with you. You're not going to get anything done. Uh, so yes, it can be changed. I've seen people where uh, 
I've tried to learn where they're coming from, my staff or even clients, to see like what kind of a day they had, what kind of a home life do they have, what kind of little things set them back from growing themselves, and uh, pinpointing that and working on that. And uh, I've seen a couple of them just, you know, kind of just, boom, you know, endless amounts of like, where has this been? Yeah. Like, this is great. <laughs> there it is. We found it. Yeah. Like it came out. Yeah. yeah. It can come out. Sometimes I've seen it reverse too. It just depends on what, again, what's going on through their lives, what mm-hmm. they decide if that's happiness at their time for them too. Yeah. Well, and, and, and a lot of that, you know, to me, it thinks about it, like you said, like when you sit pinpoint on somebody like of their happiness of... Mm-hmm. It's so, um, funny is not the right word, but somewhat of just, you think about it from like, nobody really knows what's going on in that person's yeah. life. You know, even, you know, I'm sure you're extremely close with your, 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 your you know, coworkers and employees mm-hmm. that are work here. And um, you, you, but you don't, you don't really know still all the details of what's going through them. Cause nobody does other than that person. Yeah. They're the only one that really knows themselves that well. Yeah. And just to ask, instead of saying like, you know, this customer's having a bad day or uh, my coworker's having, you know, she's just being like, whatever, go ask her. Be like, is there something, or uh, it's amazing what, something, just a kind touch. How are you doing today? Do you need anything? Is something going on? It just spins their world around and it just makes it better. Yeah. We all live in that where we're like, thank you for that. I needed it. Yeah. There's an appreciation. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And then that spins into kind of the communication part of it because I have a full feel that the fuel of this world for Mm -hmm. things to be successful is communication. Yeah. And if you can communicate things, you can get a lot of things done. Yes. And not over text. Yeah. (laughs) So talk to me a little about that. So uh-huh. are you, uh, you, you would like to be more of a verbal than, than the text? Is that what you... I like if I'm, yeah, I might just say like a blank statement, like, you know, hey, we got to work on this, mm-hmm. but I'd rather have a talk about it. Mm-hmm. Texting's too hard. You can't tell emotion through a text. No, you can. And I think even sometimes even worse, you can misinterpret yes. emotion. Yeah. Don't and then just... again, they're going to live in your head. Yeah. She doesn't like me. Yeah. This is what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like to, yeah, let's talk it out. Yeah, absolutely. So do you, you, you somewhat check in on your employees on a regular basis in that way? Yeah. Try to as much as you can. As again, much as I can. It's one of those things that um, as, you know, being involved in a family-owned business myself, certainly we're at a different um, different level um, just all together. Um, mm-hmm. But it's it's one of those things that I find it, it's it's hard it's hard to do it, but you have to do it, right? You just got to find yeah. that time to, to try to get to, kind of like try to get to everybody almost yeah. kind of thing. And they're your work family just like your family yeah. and they need that. So yeah, we find, we check in on each other. They check in on me. Um, they're always like, hey, I haven't heard from you. You know, the great group. Mm-hmm. Try to do team building things. Yeah, it's yeah. very important. Well, I mean, and you think about it from a family standpoint, a lot of times you see these people more than you see your own uh, family. That's very true. Very I mean, true. There's a lot, because there's just the amount of hours that you mm-hmm. work, even if it's only 40 um, you know, hours or plus, whatever it is. I mean, you, you, yeah. you, you interact with these people that you work with a lot more than yeah. sometimes your own family. Yeah. I threaten them. like, I'm going to cuff you in the basement and make you sing Kumbaya. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't yet, but it's really funny when I say it. It's <laughs> uh, funny. Um, so what's, um, what's the, what's kind of the next steps for, um, for Ayala? Anything that, um, you know, big that you've got planned again, not that there's any, you know, dramatic, uh, <laughs> So everybody's like, where's the parking lot? Parking lot's coming. (laughs) I'm working on that. So parking lot, um, I would like to just keep on growing. That's what we're going to do. We have different level systems. So Mm -hmm. what's nice about that is, is that we're not one set price. So somebody comes through the door looking at a certain price range and we try to fit it into their beauty budget. Nice. And if, and they're, they work so well together on my staff. They're like, Hey, you'd be really great with this level two and I'm going to help her. 
love that. So if you're ever here, you'll have like everybody will be touching your head because they'll all be very involved in what's going on. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's smart. No, that's just growing. Smart, yeah. I one thing I I forgot to ask as I mentioned that where did um, the name Ayala come from? It came from one of my first partners came up with it. Okay. Whirlwind. It yep. just uh, just came up out of no, there's no yeah, story that there? Was, that was honestly the hardest thing to do was like pick a name. Yeah. And pick furniture. And pick furniture? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was hard. We came back and we're like, oh, we have three chairs. I don't know what the heck we were thinking. Yeah. And isn't it funny that, you know, you named it Ayala. There's not maybe, so there isn't a crazy story behind it of that it's, you know, a couple people's names or whatever nope. the case is. But because of what you've been able to do from a branding perspective, it almost doesn't really matter. Yeah. Nope. Because it's not, you know, it's a, it's just, it's a, just a name, right? There's nothing, nothing yep. behind it other than the people that work here and the branding and everything that it represents, yeah. and yeah. and you know, you and everybody else that's around. It completely means yeah. means that something yeah. different to somebody. And I, and uh, people come out and be like, oh, I never gone there. I kind of intimidated to go there. And I was like, wait till you come in, because people will say that. And they're like, I came and I felt so comfortable. Your girl, your staff is so nice. Everybody works so well together. Like, so we're not a scary group. Yeah. Uh, we love people probably yeah. a little too much. <laughs> Maybe from that standpoint. Yeah, but we'll like smother you a little too much. But just try, right? I mean, yeah. that, that's the one thing that I would say, whether it's here or if it's anything, mm-hmm. just try it because you don't really know whether you would like something or not until you try yeah. it. No, and we can't fix it if we don't know either. Like I said, honesty is the best policy. Like we, we're women, we can change our mind. No problem. <laughs> we blonde tomorrow, we'll work on that. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'll leave the um, the gender debate um, alone. <laughs> um, the... the um, the only other thing that um, you know that I have is just kind of I like at the end, um, mm-hmm. towards the end, and just to kind of open floor here. Anything, open mic, open dialogue, anything that you want to add here towards the end? No, I just I just love the whole thing that you're doing with the happiness. Like it makes me happy. Um, I've been reading more leadership books and uh, love languages to try to find out how to make myself. And then I think if I'm happier and I'm stronger. Uh, and I respect myself, then I feel like my staff will. So as a leader, I really want them to grow and do that too. So then they can help somebody else. Yeah. So I appreciate, I'm like, this is just fantastic. Well, I'm just glad we were able to get connected. I know. Um, again, thank you for saying yes. This has yeah. been great. Um, I appreciate the time. Maybe we'll, we'll get together another time. And yeah. um, again, I really appreciate it. And everybody out there listening yeah. and watching, thank you. And we'll see you on the other side. And be happy. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you.